everybody, and welcome back to the D&B Supply Show podcast. Hey, this is Matt Breckwald. It's great to have you back with us, and I am very, very excited about our episode today. We are announcing a new agricultural podcast, and uh, I am an advocate for new agricultural podcasts, and we're going to be speaking with one of the hosts of the Beyond the Barn podcast for Stanley Premium Western Forage. Miss Katie Starr. So Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me today. I'm excited. Good. Well, I am, uh, I am not just saying that. I, you know, I've been involved in agricultural podcasting since 2014, and I have been calling for more agricultural podcasts that whole time. So whenever I see a new one emerge, I am very, very excited. And then, of course, uh, with, with Stanley Premium Western Western Forage being based down here in Southern Idaho, uh, man, it's exciting to have another ag pod, podcast coming out of Idaho. Idaho, so I'm very very excited about that. Definitely, we're excited as well. It's a it's a fun new venture that we're trying out. So okay, well, let's get to know you. Tell us about Katie. Where are you from? Where do you live? And and how did you get involved with this? So I actually grew up in central Oregon on a small cattle ranch. I have been involved in agriculture my whole life. I went to school at the University of Idaho and majored in ag business and animal science production. And um, all of my jobs, my careers have all stemmed around agriculture. So it's something I'm very passionate about. I came to work with Stanley about four years ago. And, um, it's been a lot of fun and we just recently, just recently, I guess over the last year decided that we wanted to start a podcast, uh, you know, podcasting, I feel like is, is such a kind of modern way for us to communicate. Um, and it's more of kind of an up and coming thing that it's becoming a bigger thing. Uh, I know it's been around for a while, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, it's just something that we feel like would be a good avenue for us to be able to connect with horse owners and other livestock owners um, on a new level uh, and give them kind of a way to to learn about, you know, animal nutrition and how to really care for their animals um, and keep them healthy. But, you know, also do it while they're doing other things. You know, we're not asking them to carve out more time in their day. For us, we want to join them mm-hmm. in everything they're, that they're doing, whether they're choring or whether they're commuting. Um, we just want to kind of join them in their day and and help them out. So, yeah, it is such a great idea. Uh, you have so much information to give out, and how do you really deliver that message when people have limited time? And, and you're exactly right; they could be out doing chores and multitasking, listening to your show at the same time, and they could be learning something and getting better at what they do while they're doing some of their busy work. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is great. Well, tell us about your co-host because you're not in this by yourself. Right. Um, So Dr. Tanya Cubitt, she is actually, um, she's based in Virginia. She's originally from Australia and she works for Performance Force Nutrition along with Dr. Stephen Duran, and um, they are our experts at Stanley. They are equine nutritionists. And um, Dr. Cubitt and I have, for the past few years, have worked on so much together um, between creating nutritional content 
to um, we've done a number of different webinars um, on all topics related to horse nutrition. Uh, and so this is kind of our, our new thing that we're that we're working on. Um, but she um, again, she's an equine nutritionist and um, she has such a good um, background in being raised with and around animals besides, of course, her education uh, with her PhD. Um, and so, uh, Dr. Cubit, this is just second nature for her. Mm -hmm. She knows horses so well. And, um, so yeah, it, it's, a, it's a fun conversation to have whenever I get to chat with her. So. Absolutely. And I was listening to the show. She's got an accent. She does. She is. She's got one of those fun accents that people like to listen. Well, I think people like to listen to. I do anyway. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. From, uh, from Australia. Yes. Yes. She's from uh, Queensland, Australia. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. So, yeah. That is great. Well, yeah, man, such a big horse culture in Australia as well. And then I heard her story about uh, coming over here through the Rotary Club and, and going to school at Virginia Tech. And it's a really interesting story of how she got involved in the, in the horse culture, really, in, in nutrition and livestock, cattle and goats and, and all of that here in the U.S. Uh, very interesting stuff. What? Right. And that was um, uh, our first uh, episode that was released. We got to kind of have like that one-on-one -on -one chat with her. And honestly, I've, like I said, I've known her for a little over four years now. And there was so many new things that I learned from her in that conversation. Mm -hmm. And it was also fun because all of our listeners get to learn all of those things too. So they get to know her behind, you know, besides just her, her doctorate, which yeah. is, I think, interesting. Yeah. You never, you never sit down and interview your friends and then you start a podcast and you do that and you're like, wow, there's a lot about you. I never knew. Right. It's interesting. You <laughs> yeah. just, you're never asking the right questions to the right people That's <laughs> until right. you start a podcast. That's right. <laughs> well, so tell everybody what they're going to learn by listening to Beyond the Barn. Yeah. So uh, Beyond the Barn, the, you know, the whole purpose behind it is, um, of course, education. Um, we really, really want to be able to support um, anybody who's feeding their animals. Um, and it, you know, it goes beyond just our forage products, of course. It, you know, there's so much that goes into animal diets and it's important to look at, look at it as a whole. And so um, with Beyond the Barn, we want to be able to be there as kind of a support for horse and livestock owners. Um, as they build, you know, a stronger nutrition program for their animals. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of misconceptions that are out there about feeding animals. Uh, it's easy for things to get spread around very quickly. I mean, you probably know how it can be on the internet sometimes. Sure. You, you jump on, you know, it could be a Facebook group or, wh or whatever, where you ask a question, especially, you know, what if you're a new horse owner or... Um, if you're new to raising goats or or anything like that, you go to look for additional resources of how to do things. And it can be a double-edged sword. Sometimes it can be really helpful to learn how other people are doing things. But sometimes people can give you really bad advice. And in certain situations, that can be somewhat dangerous for animals. And so um, this is another avenue for us to be able to get those questions answered. Uh, so we're really encouraging our listeners to reach out to us and share with us what they want to know. What questions do they want answers to? Because it's not just about us, you know, 
thinking about things to talk about, mm-hmm. we're really going to be looking at our listeners to to tell us what they want to hear. And so, you know, we're going to be talking about horses. We're going to be talking about goats and chickens and even small animals. Um, and we're going to be talking to a bunch of interesting people too, to kind of get a little bit of behind the scenes of, you know, Stanley and um, how it came to be. Um, and the things that we work really hard to do every day to provide really, really wonderful quality, consistent products for um, horse and livestock owners. So it's kind of all encompassing in that. Okay. Well, so for somebody listening right now and they're, they're hearing us talk about Stanley and I'll spell that just so they don't spell it like the first name Stanley, S-T-A-N-D-L-E-E, Premium Western Forage. Give us a little bit of the background of Stanley. How did they get started and and who do you serve today as a company? Yeah, so Stanley has such a wonderful startup story. Um, it was started by Mike and Wendy Stanley um, actually 40 years ago. This is our 40th year. And, you know, sometimes you think about you know, companies' perceptions, they could be large corporate companies, but Stanley is a family-owned business. Um, Dusty Stanley is Mike Stanley's son, who is now the, the um, CEO of the company. And um, so it's very much a family-run business. And Mike and Wendy started this company 40 years ago. They had an old 1969 Peterbilt truck. Mm-hmm. They had a used Swather and Baylor and $900 in their pocket. And that's where, where this all started from. And never really realizing, you know, what it would grow into. Um, Mike saw a need. Um, he, he saw a need for people to get quality forage for their animals. And, um, you know, we ended up getting into retail stores, um, especially like, DMB is one of them. And so we're happy to be partners with you guys. Um, but from what we started out as, you know, just growing and selling hay, we, you know, have morphed into having hay in bags, in pellets, in cubes, and chopped. So there's a number of different formats. Mm-hmm. And then we have our grab and go bales, which is kind of a revolutionary product just because, you know, for the for the person going to get some hay. And maybe they don't have a pickup, you know, you can put this bag in your, in the back of your car and not get hay everywhere. So, um, that's just, it's just the evolution of this company and how it's grown, but how it still has a way of sticking to its family values and, and what really matters to us. And, um, we, you know, have served a lot of horse owners for so long, but we also serve a lot of different other livestock owners as well because, you know, goats, they need to eat, sheep need to eat, all of them. Mm-hmm. And um, we have our chicken products like our Flock Fresh um, and uh, Sweet Coop, which is a kind of a deodorizer for your chicken coop. And uh, so, and, and we even work with small animals and, and providing really quality, consistent products for for small animals like guinea pigs and rabbits and things like that as well. So um, we're just heading in such good direction and we've grown so much, but I just, I love our starting story and I love what Mike and and Wendy, what they did, where they came from and uh, what they've developed. So. Yeah, that was a really fun story, especially, you know, this husband and wife team that 
they've got a vision and, uh, and they're right. going to make it happen no matter what resources they do or don't have when they're starting out. That's a lot of fun to see where it's gone. And speaking of where it's gone, how widely distributed are, you know, Stanley products at this point? Uh, you know, Stanley is actually nationwide. Uh, you can find us in every part of um, the United States and we even um, export um, to other countries as well. So I guess we're worldwide, but um, you can pretty much find us anywhere that there are animals. So that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. And that is fantastic. And so is it, so are there, are there ration formulations or is it all a matter of taking, you know, this really good alfalfa hay that we can grow out here in the West and, and putting it into forms that are, I guess, consumer friendly uh, for folks to feed their their horses or the goats or whatever that may be. Right. So with our products, um, you know, some people they'll choose to use it as their full ration, and some people like to use it as kind of a supplemental piece to the feed program that they currently have with their animals. Um, especially, I mean, you know how it is out this way. Um, our growing conditions in the West are just so much more ideal than, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the growing conditions that you see in, um, the East or the Midwest. And so it's a struggle, um, even for the best farmers to be able to be able to be able to cut hay at the right time to get that, that quality that's needed. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, with with that, Stanley offers that ability to, you know, maybe if you're getting your local hay somewhere um, and you really want to keep that supply, um, it, Stanley kind of affords that ability to use our products as a supplement. But it's not something that is different from from hay in general. So, you know, a pellet is the same as a cube, is the same sure. as long stem. It's just in different formats. And honestly, some horses have different preferences. And then there are some horses that if you have like a senior horse and they don't have their teeth aren't very good anymore, or they don't have any teeth, you mm-hmm. can soak your pellets and make it into a mash. So it's something that they can, the hor- horses need fiber in their diet. So that kind of gives them the ability to keep getting what they need in their, in their diet to make their digestive systems work properly. So. Gotcha. And now speaking of expanding and growing, I noticed that myself this fall, I did a drive through Howe, Idaho, uh, between Howe and Mud Lake. Uh, so over in the eastern part of the state, and I saw a big pivot of alfalfa with the sign, a uh, Stanley Premium Forage sign there, which I had not seen before. And I don't know if yeah. I missed it before or if that's a new field and, and, uh, and that's, uh, I guess, evidence of this expansion and this growth of this Idaho company. Yeah, um, it I, it very well could be new. I'm actually not. I'm not certain, um, but we're always, you know, picking up ground where we're able to. Just because, you know, with a growing company, yeah, um, you know, we have to be able to to keep providing that and um, those products. And so, um, it's always exciting when we're we're able to to start utilizing new fields and more fields. So. Yeah, that's got to be a big challenging part of it as demand grows. Uh, you know, there's only so much land out there and uh, it's, right. it's under cultivation already. Okay, so you you mentioned horses, of course, and uh, and goats, chickens. I noticed you didn't mention cattle. And so is is the reason there for that just because 
of the the practicability of, of feeding cattle and they need to be fed uh, in larger quantities or they don't need as high a quality of forage or, or what's the difference there? The only difference there is honestly, our products very easily can be fed to cattle too. The only reason that I didn't mention it is, um, you know, generally a lot of the people that are looking to our products, um, you know, they may not have a large herd mm-hmm. of, um, you know, cattle or, you know, goats or, or whatever. Um, so with cows can very easily eat, eat the products and, uh, it works well for them, you know, especially if maybe you're like showing cattle or anything like that. The nice thing about our products as well is they're bagged. Uh, it makes it really easy to store the, to, to store the forage, mm-hmm. um, but then also to travel with it. So, um, it'll work really well for if you're kind of like on the show circuit and going around and you need something that's easy to travel with. Um, that's something that would work really well for them. Um, so there's no, there's no real reason why I guess I didn't mention cattle, (laughs) um, because they can eat our products just the same. Um, I guess I just probably wouldn't see, uh, maybe a, a cattle rancher, you know, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, uh, Nevada or Idaho, you know, sourcing large quantities of Stanley bag forage right. doesn't mean that they can't. <laughs> no, I know. I totally get it. And, uh, and we feed cattle on my place in Cuna and, you know, and of course I buy my hay and stacker loads. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it, to me, it's just a matter of, of what works best for the particular animal you're feeding. And speaking right. of that, you, you brought up goats a few times. So, uh, obviously, goat owners are a market for you and, and you're serving them. What, what draws the goat owners in? Why are they so interested in your products? Uh, you know, our products work really well for uh, the goat industry is, is growing in the United States. And um, I think it just serves them well because it gives them something that's manageable to work with. Um, you know, when you go, especially to you, know, like your local farm and ranch retail store, like DMV Supply or wherever, mm-hmm. um, we put guaranteed analysis on our bags. And so, you know, that what's coming in that bag is what you're, you know, what to expect. Sure. Um, and so, I think that also bodes well for livestock owners because, and go owners for that matter as well, just because, you know, especially if you're looking to, you know, feed like a lactating goat or something like that. Um, who's going to need, you know, a good quality, consistent alfalfa product. Um, you know, that you can come and and get our product and you know what you're going to get. Um, so, you know, the consistency there is another a big deal for probably any, any livestock, but even for goats as well. Sure. Man, that is great. Well, I, I love what you're doing with it. And, and I, again, I'm, I'm thrilled that there's a new agricultural podcast out there with all this education on nutrition and, and everything that goes with that. How frequently are you releasing episodes? We will be releasing episodes bi-weekly. So the official uh, date of our podcast launch is February 2nd. And, um, so the next one should be coming up, I think is on the 16th of February. Um, so bi-weekly, uh, every other week we'll be launching new episodes for people to check out. That is very cool. And you mentioned earlier that, that you're wanting people to provide questions. And so you right. can answer those questions on the podcast. 
is that already taking place or should we get the word out to folks who are listening, how they can, how they can get in touch and drop a question on your first show? Yeah, absolutely. So we've been reaching out to our, our current audience, you know, as of right now to kind of try to get some feedback, but you know, as this grows, we want to make sure that we're specifically serving the people who are, are listening to the podcast because they're the ones that are, you know, coming there for a specific reason, reason to learn and um, to be a, a part of, you know, the journey that we're on. And so, um, you know, we invite people to email us at podcast at stanleyforge.com. Uh, and then we also have our podcast webpage, which is just stanleyforge.com forward slash podcast. So those are just kind of two ways, um, you know, any way that people want to get in touch with us, they can on our social and Facebook and Instagram and everything like that. But those are two really good places to uh, connect with us so we can get in touch and, and share what's important for them. That is wonderful. And as far as places for people to listen to the podcast, uh, I've been listening on Spotify. I'm imagining you're in other spots besides Spotify. Yes. Yeah, so right now um, we are on all the major platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Uh, and then, you know, as we kind of get this rolling, we're going to be looking at um, all the other opportunities there are for being on um, listening to podcasts. We're going to be working on those as well. So, well, that is great. Well, Katie, this is a thrill. I'm very, very excited. And hey, welcome to the world of agricultural podcasting. Well, thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me today. And uh, we're excited to to start this new journey. Well, thank you for being here, everybody. We hope this helps you out. And hey, from us here at D&B Supply to you, wherever you find yourself, enjoy your Western lifestyle, however you define it.